Oh. All right. I'm on right. here, dude. Yeah, I'm on, but I don't know if I'm mentally on. Oh, dude, oh, I had such a big night last night. This is a we've done one sober, we've done ones drunk. This is the first time I'm doing it with like anxiety, man. Yeah, full circle today. <laughs> oh well, All let's right, just bro. get into it. Yeah, let's just rip off this band aid and jump straight into it. So. Uh, been going good, hasn't it? I mean, this this one's coming out a day late, unfortunately. So uh, yeah. we are a bit slack on that front, but let's uh, sweep that under the rug. Normally, well, we will be uh, delivering on Mondays. Yeah, you got to treat them mean and keep them keen to the audience. <laughs> I think uh, people like you know, a bit of bite back. They don't. They got to know that we're not that easy. You know? Exactly. They don't want to be. You know, they don't want us to be predictable. You know, got to keep them guessing, keep them yeah. uncomfortable on their toes. They got to work um, for our attention. Tell you what. Uh, speaking of attention putting some attention on the bloody Instagram. Yeah. Come on, guys. If you, I, I'm tired of people messaging on my private account. Like, I know I'm a big star now. I can't have you guys <laughs> messaging me on my private private details. Uh, so if you could just hit up the road guide on Instagram and give it a follow. We've got plenty of memes there. We've got a couple of meme masters that are oh, sending a do. few goodies that definitely keep you, <laughs> give you a bit of an understanding of the episode. So, yeah, I don't, wanna, yeah, I don't have any favorite meme masters, but uh, definitely got to pay some credit to Jed. He's working, he's slaving away doing doing it for <laughs> yes. no pay. He's just doing it for the love of the job and uh, no we pay. appreciate it. No airtime even. <laughs> he's just no. Nah, He's blacklisted from the pod, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's the first, but he won't be the last. (laughs) Mate, what's been happening this week? Oh, well, as we could probably establish, I got pretty drunk on the weekend. (laughs) And um, I ended up shaving a slit in my eyebrow. Oh, right. (laughs) I thought that was cool. And tell me, how's that going for you? What do you you think of the look? Honestly, I've warmed to it. I'm starting to think I'm a badass. I'm starting Ooh. to think that I am actually Aquaman. Wow. Oh, you actually, you've got a bit of a Momoa vibe going on there. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, someone else has mentioned it as well. Um, it was... Right. Um, actually, no, no, that was the mirror. So, no, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, i got to say, when I first saw it, I was, I was off it. I was right off it. I was like, this... <laughs> This this is not good. This is a bad bad idea. But uh, I'll admit, it, I'm, it's warming on me as well. So uh, hopefully, yeah. you know, you don't get too carried away and like double slit or possibly double like slit. move into tracks or Racing something on the slides. side of your head. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like oh, working my way into the hipsters of Melbourne. You know, I'm working my mate, way in. I tell you, who does need some racing stripes? Your boy. The race king, the fastest runner in Western Queensland. That is a call out because I know we've got, uh, you know, there's 10,000 people in Western Queensland, at least my sort of section of Central West, Southwest. That's a call out to the 9,000 of those that are currently tuned in. Uh, I think I'm faster than you. I think I know I'm faster than you. You can't match me over 5K. 5K and beyond, I'm untouchable out here. I won a, won a race on the weekend at yeah. the Winton Outback Festival. Mate, didn't even shift into fourth gear. I was just really? cruising out there you know not to again most of my competitors might tune in here and this might sound a bit cocky but uh <laughs> no 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 don't it doesn't it really doesn't <laughs> uh, yeah i feel like this is pretty reasonable this is pretty mild sort of mild chat here um but yeah i, I didn't even go man i was just like high-fiving waving cheering people on like i was in absolute socialite mode but uh untouchable untouchable out there so i was sick it was really, really good. And uh, last night, I won a game of pool. $50 we put down Ooh. on the table, so pot of 100 uh, nice. These losers 
these wankers, <laughs> dare I say it, these deadbeats from Which is Gladstone. basically anyone that's in your life that isn't you, uh, I feel. No, no, these are out-of-towners, <laughs> mate. These were outsiders. The oh, Longreach crowd was great. We played a game yeah. before for free, and then the, the outsiders came, and they were yeah. chatting some serious shit. Oh, man. They were getting <laughs> in my head. Mate, they were calling me small hands. And you know how I get about being called small hands, dude? <laughs> I was furious. What do I say? These two, it was, there were two girls as well. I mean, like, yeah. I, I, Wait, I my hands are tied. The calling you small hands. Yeah, they're, they're, oh, it was, <laughs> dude, seriously, it was, the, it was one of my lowest points. I was ropeable, ropeable. What do you say? No, 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 you know, oh, I might have small hands, but, you know, it, it's, it's, I'm still good proportionately. It still all checks out. It's all good. And it's no, like, what do you say? You sound like a loser. Exactly. I, I mean, what am I supposed? I can't say anything to that except I could have come at them with some serious, ugly chat, which I didn't. Yeah. I'm getting heated up, man. Can we just move on? Because I was, I was ropeable, ropeable uh. last night. <laughs> well, speaking of moving on, let's move out because oh, um, he's good. That is, he's good. <laughs> that is oh. the guide today. The road guide to moving out. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude, uh, mate! Moving out, uh, I've got some fun memories. I've made uh, a number of big moves. Moved around like yourself, probably during school. In fact, I probably didn't move around quite as much as you. But uh, went to a bunch of different schools, a bunch of different places, uh, mostly on the sunny coast. But got out to Toowoomba, and then you know moved out into my uh, first place with some mates. And finally, I've made this huge move, which I've been absolutely loving, to the outback, yeah. out to Longreach, the metro capital of, of Western Queensland. It's been great. I reckon moving out and moving around is actually highly underrated oh it's the best thing best thing in the world i had um had someone over the weekend one of the boys they were like you know where haven't you lived and i was like i can i can say it all to you in a minute and i did it all in 26 seconds so Whoa. i'm gonna see if i can do it again all right let's go so, let's hear it all right i was born in wa just outside of perth then moved to wagga wagga for three years and then to new <laughs> south uh, then to newcastle for three years and back to wa for five years then to wow. queensland to toowoomba for three years and then three years in Noosa, uh, four years in Noosa, and then moved down to Wagga for a year, and then Maribara for a year, the Victorian Maribara, <laughs> and then to Geelong for four years, I think, four or five, and then over to London for six months, and then back Oofed. to Noosa for a year, and then down to Melbourne. And this is where I am. I've been here oh, six, seven months. That's Dang. pretty sick. I gotta say, Tasmania and South Australia feeling a bit neglected there, but um, that's a that's oh, yeah. a pretty awesome bloody rap. Got they existed. Tasmania, fair cop, fair cop for both of those. I'd say a shout out to them, but nah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, my family's in South South Australia. They're listening at the moment, and uh, mate, and in Tasmania they've got two heads, so it's twice the listeners, you know, <laughs> yeah. twice the headphones, twice the. We 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 love our Tasmanian listeners. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's a road guide to moving out. We're gonna give you some advice uh, based off of mistakes we've made or great decisions and successes we've made take them on board use them in your life uh, and you know fast track your life to this level of success that we clearly have got but his small hands and shaven slit <laughs> eyebrow uh, over here so Coolest first tip <laughs> exactly dude uh first step it's moving out of home straight up it's moving out of home my advice for it you've got to do it you really have got to do it it's it opens your mind on so many different levels you realize how useless you are how all of the little things that go to, to make a house function and without mum and dad to bloody do it for you, it's, uh, it's a big culture shock and it's bloody awesome for you. But controversially, I would then say move back in as soon as you can because I tell you what, once you've got a taste of how hard life can be, there's nothing like moving back home, getting your meals cooked, getting your laundry done, getting the lawn mowed, getting your, the house washed and cleaned and saving money. 
before you eventually move out again for good <laughs> into your own place. That's that's step one, big step one energy. Yeah, see, I I, I really want to lift you up for moving back home, but I just can't say <laughs> can't it talk. because I freaking did it. Well, because of the pandemic. <laughs> You've you know? done it numerous times. Numerous I've only done times. it once. I've only done it once. Oh, really? Yeah, just the pandemic no, last year. No. And that was only because yeah. I wanted a tan. So I was uh, I need to go to Queensland. <laughs> and did you make bank? Uh, I did make bank and moved to Melbourne and literally lost it all in the first three months. <laughs> oh, hey, you should have bloody, uh, been more calculating about where you move. Mate, I don't know if anyone has noticed this yet, but a lot of my advice doesn't involve much calculation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we might as well roll with that because step two is move somewhere cheap and scummy. True. So, uh, I think it's, especially your first move, because your first move, yep. you want to understand the bottom, you know, the, oh, yeah. the near homeless kind of life. <laughs> so so you can destroy the house as well in parties. That's a big one. Yep. Sh- shout yep. out to episode one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, that's the best way to live. And then you can just work your way up towards that 1%, which if you're um, a regular listener, you'll understand our mystery guests are very pro 1%. So uh, we are, we are. Doss, what was the most um, sketchiest place you've lived though? Um, oh, in London. Oh yeah. It was like this four story, like a massive apartment block. It's like where they put like the cheap people. Council housing. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Mind you though, because London doesn't have any like hills or skyscrapers or anything like that. On the fourth floor, we could literally see the whole London skyline. So it was actually pretty wow. cool. But yeah, the whole, the place itself was pretty scummy. And that is actually the most rent I've ever paid in my life as well. Whoa. And it was the worst accommodation I've ever lived in. So you went for the controversial expensive and scummy. <laughs> yeah, it's the only choice in London. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you definitely made some mistakes there. I definitely moved cheap and scummy. We moved into a place that was 500 bucks a week in, in Toowoomba. Um, and we had like six boys living there. So it was bloody <laughs> cheap as chips. Uh, that being said, more than half of those boys probably didn't pay rent. So it ended up being, you know, a fair amount. But uh, it wasn't too bad. Even even with you know, some, some casual deadbeats, it, uh, we still managed to get by. Which, step three. You got to decide if you're going to live solo, if you can afford it, with mates like we were just talking about. Be careful though, there's uh, some pitfalls with mates. We'll talk about that in a tick. Or with randos. Now, I have not lived with randos ever, really. There was people that I met once on a night out that I invited to live with me, but at that yeah. stage, they were an acquaintance. <laughs> um, so essentially, yeah. I reckon living solo is the way to go. That's how I do it. Uh, but you can't yeah. always afford that. It's not always, you don't always live in the outback where bloody rent can be 100 bucks or less. Um, for a whole house and 800 square meters. But with mates, you've got to be careful because they can expose themselves as absolute scum. And uh, I've, I wouldn't say any of my mates have gone an absolute scum. I wouldn't throw any of them under the bus like that. But they can make it tough and you can sort of see sides of them that you find really, really frustrating and annoying. And you can kind of maybe not look at them the same way again. And like I yeah. said, Rand's never done, never done it because uh, I do. Uh, it seems kind of scary. You could just trust this person with your property, with your life, and uh, you could wake up with a kidney missing. <laughs> well, I think I don't think anyone wants my kidneys. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not what you'd call they, fully functioning. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've seen some mileage. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I've done randos um, a couple of times. Uh, like I, I moved to Wagga, didn't even know a soul in the town, and um, just moved in. And then, but like, it goes really well, I find most of the time. Obviously, I've heard horror stories. Um, and oh, actually, we had uh, Declan, the infamous Declan. That was um, one of the most interesting characters I've ever lived with. 
we called him <laughs> he was like a bit of a golem s kind of character oh um, no yeah. shout out declan though big shout listener out loves the show. A great listener uh if he's still alive <laughs> <laughs> you never know um so yeah in that regard it can be good and sometimes your best mates are your worst roommates um mm, and then the random, the random mates are can be the can be the better people to live with which kind of rolls into step four in regards to like the random or friend it doesn't matter just don't sleep with your roommate <laughs> that is danger danger 101 um, I've never actually done it. Um, oh, I'm a bit surprised by that. I was going to ask. Yeah. Well, I usually live with dudes, so it's a bit of a risky ball game. But <laughs> that... I've seen snaps of you waking up next to the boys, though. <laughs> yeah, it's all too regular, if anything. But that's because cuddling is fine. You're allowed to cuddle. <laughs> you can cuddle with your roommates, and you should be able to because it's a safe place. <laughs> yeah, that being said, uh, that doesn't really count partners, but partners can definitely make the rent half nah, the price which is pretty can't. awesome uh, you're not allowed to sleep that. with your partner in the, oh really that them yeah. as well it's, it's yeah. straight up celibacy why do you think oh, gosh. like divorce rates are at like 50 percent? it's because they're living together they're and sleeping. sleeping with each other don't live with your partner don't talk to your partner don't have anything to do with them <laughs> and i bet you probably won't get divorced that's actually good <laughs> that's advice a that's chance. a road guide to divorce coming yeah. up here dude don't answer their phone calls and you can't get divorced <laughs> <laughs> now i've got to say Brings me to step five, and this is a simple step that I think literally, if you're listening right now, consider it. Really consider it. Move to the outback. Move somewhere rural. Move somewhere. Don't think of regional like I'm sure Geelong can, might consider itself regional. The Sunshine Coast considers itself regional. That ain't regional. That that's mini yeah. metro. Bloody move somewhere rural. Go to the outback. Come to Longreach if you can get a house. The housing shortage is uh, is real out here, but mm. it's cheap. It's better. Move away from the cities. That's step five, and I think we can both agree on that. Cities no, suck. No, I would say, <laughs> yeah, all right, people, you've considered that for a minute. Now put it in the bin because <laughs> you want to be living in a city where the fun happens. This is the guy to your 20s, remember, your old man. This is where people <laughs> want to be having fun, living wild, making mistakes. Mate, we're down at the river, mate. We're at the river. Oh, we're the at river. festivals. We're at bloody the races. We're at you know, all this great stuff. We're racing ducks. We're racing dunnies. Mate, we're doing it all out here. You do nothing in Melbourne. You just sit on your bloody porch with your fake grass and you look over <laughs> your bloody concrete jungle, mate. Move to the outback. It's that simple step. Mate, five. I, I went can't to stress it enough. Botanical gardens on the weekend, had some cocktails, <laughs> I was living the dream. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. But uh, safe to say, then, we, let's say step five is move to the outback or move to the city. Actually, how about, this? how about this? Step five: move somewhere you wouldn't expect. Oh, somewhere you just nice. didn't plan on. You're True. Like, oh, let's do it, and you just move. Yeah, the deep. That's end. it. That's what I did. Yep. Three months in Longreach, I thought I'd be here. Bloody, yeah. here I am. Great. Way to end it on a collegial note there, Doss. Really appreciate that. Bringing us together. Jeez, um, shit, man. I fucking carry this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just had a thought. It's just an epiphany. It's just hit me. I just, yeah. Everybody get in my backpack. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, look, uh, let's get you off your bloody high horse. Speaking of horses, <laughs> wait. Oh, we're on fire, dude. Christina. <laughs> Our mystery guest. Hey, the horse specialist. I don't know if you call her a horse specialist. She rides horses. Um, yeah, she's equestrian. Yeah, quest. Let's quest let her explain. Wait, it. what do you call? How, how what do you call the person that rides the horse? Is it a you qu- guess? A quest <laughs> <a quest> yet? <laughs> oh, right. I hate that. You can throw a quest yet in the bin. Uh, it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible term. <laughs> 
They're basically... What are, what are they called? Well, there's two words. There's two possibilities. Both of them are, like, equally bad. You can either call yourself a rider, like a horse rider, which I think is more acceptable. And that's, that's just, good. like... The every stock kind standard of. person that's yeah. just got, like, a $30 pair of jumpers and just goes out on the nice days <laughs> and, you know, enjoys yeah. a bit of leisurely riding. And then you've got an equestrian and... People that call themselves equestrians, uh, yeah. I don't know yeah. what the equivalent is, but they're just, they're flogs. Is like, they're flogs. Is it like pilots? <laughs> is it like a pilot how you have to like give yourself a nickname, like a code word? Like, cause so Dan could be like small hands or something. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no, but I think no matter what, and Doss, we've done it again, uh, you can call them riders, you can call them equestrians, but you can pretty much guarantee that anyone that's riding horses, you can call them the 1%. We've got another 1% on the program, have we, Doss? <laughs> we do. I believe we do. I don't know anyone in the uh, night that owns a horse. <laughs> I was wondering so why you'd invited me on, and now I know it is actually just for diversity. <laughs> Representing the 1%. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not very diverse. But anyway, <laughs> introduce yourself to us. Thanks for thanks for clearing that up. That's that's Doss's chaotic word of the yeah, day. How about, but, uh, how about peace? What, tell yeah. us about yourself. Yeah, no, equestrians can go along with uh, coral lining as two words. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ooh, all right, we got a hostile guest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm Christina, a proud member of the one percent. Um, nice. You can call me a crazy horse girl. It doesn't offend me anymore. Water off a duck's back. And to give me a, a real, like, snooty description of myself, I'd say I'm a zoologist and wildlife presenter. Damn. Yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah. <laughs> that's um, that's fancy in reality. Uh, well, we've had some pretty boring guests on. They've got boring jobs, most of them, so this is exciting. <laughs> this is a good change of pace. I like it. We, we could just flip it up, and rather than me have to tell a story, which I absolutely cannot do, you can just ask me random animal questions or horse questions. Won't they be fun? That sounds like a great idea for your own podcast, Christina, but uh, you can't just wiggle your way out of this uh, of the premise of ours. Um, God damn it. Tell, us a, tell us a story. Spin us a yarn. Give us something that uh, lead to a, a, a climactic point, a big decision. Stop the story there. We'll say what we would have done. And then you can tell us what you actually did. A big decision. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, the people who know me will know that I'm very risk and drama averse. And I will avoid confrontation at all costs. So in terms of drama, I don't have a lot. And uh, Hayden also told me what the theme would be. Maybe, what do we reckon, 45 minutes beforehand? So oh, I, I've, been, I've been thinking. Sure. I've been thinking so hard of like a moment in my life where I had to make a big call. And I'm really, I'm not coming up with a lot, but I will try. I will attempt. <laughs> one, one that came to mind happened, it was probably 20, I'm going to say 2017. And it was when I was in Costa Rica and I was doing some volunteer wait, work wait, wait, wait. at a... Just, just, just for a quick question. What date yeah, yeah. in 2017? Do you need an exact like, date? Oh, no, like, we could have crossed paths. Yeah. I'm, well, it was summer, so it was the start of the year. Yeah, we holy wow. shit, we were over there. Me and Frost were over there together. What? Yeah. Wild. Whereabouts? Oh, we I was in Guanacaste province. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in that uh, that uh, that part of the world, I guess. Yeah. Right. Well, I was probably Vaguely. unlikely to cross paths with you just in entire tier of Central America, yeah. but you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Still, close enough, close enough. Yeah, it's close enough, it's uh, exciting. Well, I was there for uni. It was actually like a, a unit, because you had to do like a certain number of volunteer hours. So I was like, may as well do them overseas. And it was this sea turtle conservation, like, Oof. national park. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was like a lot of hard work. It was super, super hot, like well over 30 degrees every day. And you'd work like pretty much all day, like a good six hour day of manual labor. And then you do night shifts as well, because the turtles only come onto the beach at night. Yeah. Yeah. She's a one percenter, Doss. Let it go. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. A full day for me of work right now is about two hours. So they were different times. It must be nice. (laughs) <laughs> it's not nice it's not nice it breeds manic depression but anyway um, <laughs> but yeah was not getting a lot of sleep and when we'd like talked about this place at uni they'd really talked it up to be like very idyllic they were like you'll get to swim all the time the weather will be great they've got cooks on site that like cool all this amazing food and it sounded Sign amazing and then when we actually get there it turns out it was basically Alcatraz and the people that worked there <laughs> did not speak English, and we did not speak oh, Spanish, no. which was great. You weren't allowed to leave, ever. Like, you could leave one day on the weekend, on your day off. You could go to, like, a nearby town. But you had to come home at night. There were all these rules. You couldn't Holy. really go swimming. We did anyway, but, like, there were jellyfish in the water, and the tide was really, really strong. So, like, Whoa. the guy who was looking after us... Um, our volunteer coordinator who didn't speak English a couple of months after we actually got back to Australia he died at that beach he drowned from oh like, surfing God. so Dust. the tide like the rips, down. the rips well, were no I was joke sad <laughs> <laughs> deal was shock alright I love <laughs> yeah so there basically wasn't a lot to do outside of working And I also got a lung infection at one point. So I was super sick, but I was trying to like play it off because I didn't want to just not do anything while everyone was like doing the work all day. I felt really bad. Um, But then probably like two weeks after we'd been at this place, we discovered that about like two Ks down the beach. So you could walk directly down the beach and then you could kind of like cut through the jungle. And there was like this resort that was super oh. nice, and the people that owned it were so chill. And oh. there was a pool there, and it was just amazing. They did yoga classes there, wow. and the people that owned like the wildlife, the national park thingo, for whatever reason, had like massive beef with the people that owned the lodge. And we didn't know why, Ooh. again, because we didn't speak Spanish. <laughs> but we think it was something to do with like the so the volunteer coordinator, the young guy who died that I mentioned before, his name was Mario. <laughs> Shout out to Mario. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> oh, rip, rip Mario. But apparently he had like slept with the girlfriend of the young guy who owned the resort. So they did not like each other. <laughs> and so we were like told that we weren't allowed to go there. We were told by this other lady who like came and checked on us every so often who ran another volunteer program she could speak english not important but anyway they basically said that we couldn't go over there um and if we did we would get kicked out of the um national park and we wouldn't be allowed to work there anymore (laughs) oh what a shame probably my my big call was like maybe i reckon it was three weeks in and we were only there for a month and it was deciding as to whether or not 
um, we should go and sneak off to this lodge because they were throwing a pool party <laughs> that we all really wanted to go to. <laughs> they were throwing it at night. So we were wondering like if we could sneak off and actually and go and come back without being noticed. And I suppose I didn't really care if I was going to get p- kicked out because I kind of knew at this point I needed to go to a hospital anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because of my lung infection. So I was like, oh, well. But anyway, I suppose this is the point to ask what you would do. But honestly, it's pretty obvious. Well, well uh, <laughs> kind of. I, I want to go first, Doss, because... Uh, sorry. Yeah. Actually, before again. you answer, there is one other, like part to this which is the risk of getting kicked out because this was a uni unit was that yeah. you would uh not pass the unit oh the right same. well that definitely yeah. adds a big stake um <laughs> Add that to also my I presu- i'm i'm pretty yeah <laughs> i'm presuming that uh you, you if you did get kicked out you'd still be able to get home like you'd still get flown home it wasn't like you're off the course you just throw <laughs> it past the into the, I the reckon, amazon or well, you gotta go for a swim uh, with mario yeah you gotta <laughs> 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 Oh, God. Oh, I want to distance myself from his comments so, so far. <laughs> Mario was, uh, yeah, some, some things went down with Mario, but that's a different story. Um, but no, I reckon you would have probably gotten a lift to the nearest bus station for free. And then after that, at least this was what happened in my case. After that, it was up to you as to like, be able to leave and find somewhere to stay. All right. I'm going to be straight off the bat. Um, as much as I am no stranger in my engineering days to taking an L on a course, there's what I think I would do and what I would have done in reality. And quite frankly, in reality, I would have been a bootlicker. I would have been at that bloody Alcatraz and I would have been with my broken Spanish. I would have been there smiling and grinning and coughing up a lung or whatever it is um, in bloody the in squalor. Uh, watching from the window as my my friends enjoy the resort because that's kind of what happened to me at Galapagos Islands, another place <laughs> known for its big turtles. I was uh, chronically sick at the time and I was looking out the window. Tortoises. I saw <coughs> dust. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, um, uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I would love to say that I would have just been like, stuff it. Yeah, because I think you should have. I think that's definitely the right call is to dip because this, this place sounds like hell. But I... I probably would have stayed. Well, mm. I'm actually nearly inclined to agree with you here, Pross. You've gone because, soft, us. Uh, well, 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 I've got a reason. Because when we were in South America at the same time as this, I led us to a pool party. I was like, hey, guys, on Sunday, <laughs> this is like a week before. I was like, guys, there's this massive pool party. <laughs> pool party. Sounds yeah. amazing. I was like, let's go to it. And it's, uh, I get everybody in the hostel ready and I'm um, like following this pamphlet I found at a shop and um, we go to this, this I must have been another hostel and there was a pool there, but there was just no party. There was nobody there. We had to walk <laughs> two kilometers to this place as well. And, oh, um, two kilometers. Shout out yeah. Nelson. Shout out to Nelson. We know how hard two kilometers is. <laughs> and um, and that, that was on me. So that was a big burden to carry. And, um, and in that same town, there was... One of my favorite nightclubs I've ever been into, been to in the world, and it was called Alcatraz. Holy, holy shit! It's all coming together, yeah, here, Tate. I'm getting was... your logic now. <laughs> and I had a great Maybe time. Maybe we did cross paths after all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it sounds so similar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah, surprisingly, so... Doss and I have both opted to uh, to stay in prison. Christina, what did you do? 
Uh, it'll be such a surprise. Well, honestly, that would be the path that I would normally take as well. Like, I'm, I'm definitely not one to break the rules. And especially because yeah, where you we sound were, like you're the only like one here that would. <laughs> <laughs> we're angels. We're good boys. Sweet, sweet angels. And also, like your accommodation and your food and everything was all taken care of um, ah. from staying. But I don't know. I think I was just so angry at them. Like I, I was just pissed that they were telling us what to do all the time. So, like, yeah, duh, I went. And I, I feel like it was, <laughs> it, like you said, with a bit of like dodgy pool parties in Central America, it was definitely a dodgy, a dodgy pool party. I mean, it was fun. How did it work out? What were the Probably was not worth the backlash. Yeah, the backlash was severe. So I thought I'd gotten away with it. There was, I think there were 10 of us and only two of us ended, go- ended up going. Whoa. And we both got kicked out. So we both ended up going back <laughs> together. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, when we got back, I thought I'd gotten away with it cause it was dark and I was like sneaking back into my little cabin. And then I just had this torch like shone in my face, oh. like blinding me. And then this dude just starts yelling at me in Spanish. What was his what? name? It was like Juego or something. I don't remember. Juego. Juego. <laughs> he always DMs it. It was not that. <laughs> it was not that. But yeah, he just was yelling at me and I didn't know what he was saying. And then at this point, there were like some other volunteers who were from Europe and just naturally spoke a million oh. and one languages yeah. and they yes. spoke English and Spanish. So they were able to translate for me and yeah he was just very very angry at me and apparently he was also mostly angry because I was like putting myself um in danger by walking along the beach at night apparently there are like scary people that come and it probably was I tell you what that's that's the danger zone that's the danger zone yeah a dangerous night walk of two kilometers is truly the danger zone. <laughs> yeah. But That's anyway, it was insane. fun. I left Your and I went. sounds like there should bloody be um, sued or something, like a class action, because this sounds like torture. I was a union. Maybe we should all band together and sue, sue Deacon. Deacon doesn't give a <laughs> shit about anyone. <laughs> yeah, they I really don't. From my time there. <laughs> They're like, ah, you learnt worldly skills <laughs> from it. You're worldly. Now go and get a job in a career that isn't hiring. <laughs> yeah, on. exactly. And pay your ex. <laughs> yeah, and pay your ex back in two years. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But no, it was actually, it worked out for the best. Like the, the weeks that I spent travelling around Costa Rica, rather than being stuck in that turtle hole, were... <laughs> So much fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's good you to, hear. to hear. It worked it. out. Yeah, it did. And I got a big old needle and it cured my lung infection. So Aww. happy yeah. days all round. Everybody go get a needle. It solves everything. <laughs> I've been put- and don't go to dodgy pool parties. Yeah. yeah stay away from those. Those, <laughs> those suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for coming on, Christina. That was a good, yeah, interesting story. Got a bit of an insight into how me and Dan are actually really innocent people deep down. And um, yeah, our mis- well, I'm surprised. Yeah, our mystery guests are like the bad seeds that we bring in to spice things or up. Or maybe you're just more passionate about um, saving turtles than you thought you were. Oh, preach! And you just that's all to, we that's all we care stay about. around and, and save it. those turtles. That's it. That's all I'm about. No, I'm no, about not turtles. Tortoises. Tor- tortoises. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Christina. The get, tortoises get are it. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we actually agreed on something for once. That was I a know, dude. Hey, we're uploading on irregular days now. We're agreeing on things rather than going head to head. It's uh, you know, it's an unpredictable yeah. episode, that's for sure. <laughs>
Yeah, you don't know what's gonna happen. We should be hung over more. No, actually, take that uh, back. At that yeah, stung no. to say. No. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's suffering, dude. It is suffering. Yeah. Well, speaking of curveballs, here's one for you. Oh, I can't, I, okay. It's kind of a fun fact, but it's also not fun. It's a bit creepy. Um, <laughs> I recently discovered how photographers make the most money. And like, what would be your guess? What would be the shoot that would make a photographer the most money? Look, I think it'd be totally reasonable to assume there'd be nude shots or sort of erotic shooting or something like that. It seems like only only fans, all that kind of stuff, just seems like the way to make bank. What's what's only fans? I've never heard of it. <sighs> Unbelievable, dude. I, I don't make <laughs> don't, don't don't try and make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. I I would never just, pay for that. I, I mean, hang on. I don't know. You're the one that knows uh, that they're an expensive, uh, kind of exclusive. <laughs> Look, let's uh, let's not go down that road uh, too far. But, well, um, that's my guess. <laughs> well, I'm amazed because the the answer is very much not down that road. It's actually oh. children photos. That's when photographers oh. make the most money. <laughs> Does that make you feel better about right. yourself? Uh, yeah, I feel I feel a bit disgusting actually. <laughs> well, family, children photos, family portraits, uh, like baby photos. You know, how there's always photos you see when someone has a kid. Baby's walking around like a white mat. Like a toy, some shit. Yeah, yeah. Or in, in like a snazzy green outfit or something. Yeah. Our beloved 1% are throwing mad amounts of coin at photographers for those photos. Interesting. So there you go. There's my little uh, Very... creepy, creepy fact of the day. <laughs> Fun facts out of date. All right. Let's uh, bring cre- creepy back to this decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a creepy fact for you. Well, Doss, brilliant. Uh, we're both pretty important blokes. We've got places to be. Just because it's a Monday, uh, I shouldn't probably date it. Um, just because, you know, uh, anyway, let's just, let's just go. I'm, I'm too hungover to try and work my way out of that one. I, I can't do it. I'm at my wits end here, dude. I need to go and get some bloody food. I'm having pesto. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, nice. Well, this is our favorite part of the show where we get to try wrap things up. Um, and I'm going to yeah. go, I'm going to go back to the Instagram people. Get back on that. I want to see a goddamn blue tick yep. next to the road guard yep. soon. Ooh, I need more followers. Huge. Yep. Yeah, and uh, shout out to everyone that sends in memes. Also, get involved. If you think that there's something that we said that you have some better advice on, or if you want to be the first Rand, the first listener that we don't know, complete stranger off the street that jumps on and is our mystery guest, I tell you what, that's a pretty illustrious title, and I dare say it will be an iconic episode. So uh, get around it. 100%. And even if you met us in passing, you know, if you're... Saw Dan run straight past you on, on a racetrack. Yep. Just um, yep. yeah, slide into the DMs and just be like, hey, I wouldn't mind being the mystery guest. And you know, who knows? Yep. We might actually put you on. We might. Getting, we might. It's, pretty, pretty, it's pretty strict. Like I said, our, <laughs> our best mates, our brothers, some might say, uh, aren't making appearances as of yet. But, uh, yeah. you know, maybe you can beat them onto the show. <laughs> <laughs> it would be hard. And Doss, on that note, we've got to come back to our our catchphrase our uh, iconic saying that we both know what it is uh let's uh let's say it on uh on the count of three i don't know what what, what are we going to say how do we wrap this up uh three two one small hands big podcast oh. <laughs> <laughs>